Good evening. It is Saturday, March 39th. I'm Ken Berselli. And I'm Brooke Armstrong, and this is Fake News Network. These are your top stories this news hour. Iraqi forces backed by America's military might make a final push against ISIL in what is the greatest hissy fit ever to strike the Middle East. We are no longer alone in the universe. Extraterrestrials have chosen China as their first point of contact with humanity. And in the gay capital of California, one man draws inspiration from decades of marginalization. But we begin with our top story in the battle for the Middle East. Iraq's elite military forces, backed by U.S. ground and air support, are launching a final offensive aimed at liberating Baghdad from an ISIL stranglehold that has displaced untold numbers of people. Our reporter Blake Anson Steele is in the action, reporting live from the air over the theater of battle. Blake, we're live with you right now. Tell us what you're seeing. Jesus Christ, so do you even know how to fire that gun? Give me the damn gun. Ken? Ken! We're flying over a hot zone right now, and I can see so much of what is happening below us. You can hear it. They're shooting at us. I'm in what's so well known as a helicopter gunship or something. The door is wide open, and the gunnery sergeant has his sights aimed squarely at any potential enemy positions. Hold on, Ken. We're making a hard banking maneuver. Why wasn't he strapped in? He's Blake Anson Steele. Do you think they'll recover his body? I hope not. We can't afford to ship his body back. Her astounding defeat in the U.S. presidential election was hard enough to believe, but now what started as a rumor through social media has been confirmed by authorities. Hillary Clinton has literally fallen off the face of the earth. Scientists are struggling to explain how this may have happened, with some now even considering a possible explanation from the world's religious community that Clinton has become the first person ever to be raptured by Satan. U.S. President Donald Trump is making good on his campaign promises to cut the costs of the new Air Force One. Trump had criticized the previous Obama administration for allowing the custom Boeing jet's price to blow up. Well, the plane is totally out of control. It's going to be over $4 billion. It's for Air Force One program. And uh, I think it's ridiculous. I think Boeing is doing a little bit of a number. We want Boeing to make a lot of money, but not that much money. But after intense negotiations with the White House, Boeing now says it will discount the price 100%, keep the jet, and deliver their middle finger instead. The U.S. Air Force launching an investigation into the disappearance of a second drone prototype being flight tested in an undisclosed location. While declining to disclose many details at this time, the agency will say that both aircraft had been flying over rural areas before they were electronically commandeered before vanishing from radar. In both instances, the last images flight operators recorded were of a pickup truck racing through farm fields with a man operating a laptop from the passenger seat looking suspiciously like Matthew McConaughey. Lincoln. Dolce and Gabbana. An insignificant marine conservation organization discovers a badly injured whale, unconscious and adrift somewhere in the Sea of Japan. The animal, known as the Amura's whale, is believed to be the world's rarest species of giant ocean-dwelling mammals. 
After extensive examination by its top horse veterinarians, the entire two-member dinghy crew determined the creature had suffered blunt force trauma to its melon inflicted by the pointy end of one of North Korea's useless nuclear missiles. And this, Justin, we have faking news from China where aliens have landed and made first contact with humanity. This is a stunning event for the world's scientific community as it finally confirms that we are not alone in the universe. Incoming reports say the aliens have come in peace to introduce themselves and share their knowledge. We're going to take you live now to our reporter, Buck Yu, who is in Beijing right now. Buck, this is very exciting news. Oh, yes, indeed. People are very excited here. So what can you tell us about this incredible first contact with these intelligent ETs? Mm, very tasty. Need a little soy sauce and sriracha sauce, but very, very good. Mm, mm, mm. Buck, not sure we understood you correctly on our end. Are, are you with the aliens right now? Oh, absolutely. Aliens taste very good in Canton-style preparation. You're eating the aliens. All right. We were expecting uh, different news. Buck, did the Chinese government at least learn anything from this first contact with the aliens? Yes, new delicacy. A bit stringy, but tastes just like chicken. Hope more comes soon. Okay, Buck, thank you for that. We're coming back to the newsroom. In Dallas, Texas, a man is under arrest and facing 44 counts of assault following what witnesses describe as an unprovoked street-level punching spree. He spat in my face. Ah, well, he done popped out of them bushes like some sort of goddamn hippie liberal jaguar. Punched me right in the side of the neck. Who in the hell punches someone in the side of the neck nowadays? Police were called to the scene shortly after the man began running down a busy main street, socking people in the face and yelling profanities at no one in particular. The man's co-workers say that he completely lost his mind after being dealt an immediately losing hand in Microsoft Solitaire. If you've ever had hurt feelings because some people think you're an idiot, you're not alone. According to a national survey conducted by the U.S. Census Bureau, 98.4% of Americans also think you're an idiot. Quebec-based manufacturer Bombardier has unveiled what it says is its sleekest and most futuristic light rail car model to date. The company says the new trains will significantly increase passenger capacity, safety and offer its operators at least 20 percent in fuel savings. According to industry analysts, if Bombardier manages to secure large contracts to supply the new fleet of trains, it will be sued for not delivering them on time anyway. In Canada, the Ontario Liberal Party is saying that it takes the rising cost of electricity very seriously, and in addition to planned rebates that could see many of that province's households save hundreds of dollars a year, Premier Kathleen Wynne says she's working on new agreements to further reduce those costs, which resulted from her mistakes anyways. But here's what she had to say. Let me address the elephant in the room. Why did it take me so long to come to grips with this, and why am I only acting now? Both opposition parties are asking the exact same questions. And both opposition parties also agree she is the elephant in the room. A 49-year-old Houston man is dead after being struck by a bus early this morning. It happened near the intersection of Elgin and Maine. First responders say the man is definitely dead and that it was highly fortunate there was no damage to the bus itself, aside from a disgusting smear which was easily hosed off. 
A 38-year-old San Francisco man wants to give his city a new reason to celebrate organizing its first annual straight pride parade. John Sutherland says he was inspired by the strides of the all the other letters of the alphabet organization in Texas and wants to do the same thing for his community. According to its Facebook page, the San Fran Straight Pride Parade is slated to take place June 8th. It's expected the turnout will be zero. Replacing office chairs with medicine balls is becoming a popular new health trend among many workplaces across California. In a survey conducted last month, one particular Silicon Valley company claims its employees experienced noticeable improvements in their mental health after using the balls daily. In other news, California has banned the replacement of office chairs with yoga balls after 19,744 people died from falling backwards while sitting on them. And this just in, we have faking news from Portland, Oregon, where an Amber Alert has been issued in the disappearance of a nine-year-old girl. Police say Chrissy Tomlin was last seen by her neighbor this morning on her way to school, but her parents reported her missing when they realized that she was missing. We now go live to our unpaid reporter, Jerry Dewiron, who's at the scene. Jerry, what can you tell us? Yes, Ken, I'm standing outside the home of the family that owns the missing girl. I have to say, the street is eerily quiet considering the magnitude of the situation. To find out how the family is reacting to her disappearance, I'm walking into their house right now. Honey, is that you? No, it's me, Jerry Dewiron. How badly do you want your daughter back? <coughs> hey! What did you do to our little girl? Uh, yes, okay, we we have just been informed by our producers that our reporter arrived at the correct address in the wrong city. Well, that story was a total waste. And now we take you to Stan Calloway, who's filling in on sports this week. Stan, give us the score. Thanks, Brooke. Well, the Chicago Bulls were on fire last night against the Celtics, out shooting Boston with a record-setting 192 points. The Celtics weren't far behind, losing by just three points. That just goes to show you once more that in the world of professional basketball, the hoops are still three feet too low. And as global climate change and melting Arctic ice threaten to drive polar bears to extinction, the famous polar bear dip will get a shiny new name for the 2018 season. Organizers of the global annual event, where participants strip down to their undies and leap into icy lakes, say the current name would become irrelevant once the bear species disappears, which is why they are renaming it the Testicular Suicide Dip. And finally, the so-called musician Justin Bieber was killed today when his ego ripped out of his chest. But sadly, he came back to life less than half an hour later after being rejected by both sides of the afterlife. And that concludes our news hour for this week. No thanks for joining us. I'm Ken Burselli. And I'm Brooke Armstrong. Until next week, get out of my face.